From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining, the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Today on the program, we'll break down what most people say is the most important meal of the day, breakfast. With many people opting for the grab-and-go style mornings, it's always good to have a delicious recipe or two for a traditional breakfast when you have the time. We're looking for your favorite breakfast dishes this morning, so please don't hesitate to join our conversation with a phone call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 You can email the show food at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Deep South Dining from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. I'm Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Today on the show, we'll break down the most important meal of the day, breakfast. With many people opting for the grab-and-go style, grab style mornings, it's always good to have a delicious recipe or two for a traditional breakfast when you've got the time. We're looking for your favorite breakfast dishes this morning, so don't hesitate to give us a call. The phone number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 or you can email the show food at mpbonline.org. So good morning, Deborah. Hope that you're doing well this morning. Good morning, Kevin. I am doing absolutely fantastic. I'm so happy to be back in the studios with you. Uh, it's been two weeks now. Uh, the first week we were out, uh, our producer, Java, introduced a brand new baby to the world. And so we're very proud of him for that. Congratulations to him and his wife. And the week after that, um, I was on tour along with several other of the MPB uh, hosts, um, for, um, you know, our shows or whatever. And Kevin, I want to say this. There was not one stop that we made that somebody did not ask, where is Kevin Farrell? <laughs> and I had, you know, people that tell me to tell you that they love you and to give you a hug and, you know, and they really enjoyed the banter between the two of us. And, uh, it was a lot of fun, but not half as much fun as it would have been if you had have been there. And I know you were busy doing other things, but I truly missed you on the road. Well, thank you. And uh, glad to see that those turned out so well. Good, Always good for us to visit with uh, those uh, folks out there who listen and support uh, MPB. And we certainly appreciate uh, that for sure. Um, so any excitement this weekend? Uh, yes. So my baby Dakota, my grandbaby, um, she called me and she was so excited, Kevin. She says, Grandma. I made stir-fry rice by myself. Oh, wow. So I'm very proud of her. She sent me pictures over. And, of course, you know, I call her Chef Dakota because we're <laughs> prepping her for the future. But I was very, very excited about that. And she also made show choir this weekend. Hey, so grandma's a proud grandmama this weekend, Kevin. Uh, I went with a group of folks here from work to one of the escape rooms in town. We did not get out. But uh, <laughs> fortunately, with an escape room, if you don't win, they do actually physically let you out of the room. It's not like they're going to hold you there as a prisoner or whatever. But uh, if you're someone who likes puzzles and you know mind games and solving things, uh, I would uh, encourage you to find uh, a, an escape room in your area and do it. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a good uh, team-building thing. And also, I've noticed... Um, 
that when I go on it, it's interesting to have a diverse group of people there because people approach uh, problems and, and puzzles in a different way. And that's one of the things that makes it a lot of fun is that uh, different people have different skills that they bring to the table, and it, it really does take a team effort to get out of there. And uh, So that's a lot of fun. And even when you don't get out, to me, the thrill of solving one of the puzzles and opening a lock or whatever uh, can be fun. So. <laughs> so, Kevin, when I hear the term escape room, I think about my dating life. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> it's like, are you serious right now? <laughs> Well, that's true. If it is a date, you realize that you're stuck with that person for at least an hour. So uh, make sure that there's some sort of connection there uh, to begin with. Uh, where's the exit already? <laughs> uh, so we're going to be talking about breakfast this morning. So if you have a favorite breakfast item uh, that you like to prepare or to consume, give us a call. We've got our phone lines open at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. The email address is food at mpbonline.org. So you brought in quite a spread for us for breakfast uh, this morning. And one thing that I've mentioned frequently on the show, and I'll say again, you do such a wonderful uh, job with the presentation of the food. I mean, eating food, obviously, the the taste is, you know, the most important, but it's always nice to see a a real eye-popping presentation. It kind of gets your your uh, your <laughs> salivary glands are going, I guess, in anticipation of the food. So, uh, first, tell us what what you brought in. Well, Kevin, this morning I um, I wanted to you know just kind of like you said treat you guys really well once again, and so I brought in tiny bites of turkey sausage. And we had wonderful bites of ham, and I created little rolls for those. And then we had homemade biscuits from scratch, and we had little bites of quiche, mini quiche bites, uh, with pops of tomato right in the little bites. So it was not only, you know, delicious, but like you said, it's the presentation is always important to me. And I think for me, I'm going to say that that's a Mississippi Southern girl kind of thing. You know, my mother uh, is a stickler for making sure that the table and the presentation is right. And I noticed that most of the time when I visit my Southern friends that, you know, we kind of want to set the table and there's a napkins. And then, so it's just really a Southern girl thing. We claim in that today. Well, and I'll also say the, the, uh, the packaged uh, meals that I talk about frequently, you know, whichever one your favorite one is, they always do such a good job of making uh, the, the, the dish look visually appealing as well as uh, the taste there. And, and it was always funny to me when I first started posting those on Facebook, people would be like, you made that? <laughs> I was following directions. <clears throat> that thing, though, I liked that uh, you made some homemade uh, strawberry jam. Yeah, Kevin. You know, it's uh, well, the jam recipe, uh, one of them anyway, will end up in our cookbook that we're going to be introducing uh, right here at MPB on June the 8th. But uh, homemade jams, it's the perfect time of year, you know, because you got your, your blackberries, your strawberries, your blueberries, you know, they're in full force. And so this is a great time of year to start making those homemade jams. And you can keep them all year round and they make uh, perfect gifts, especially for Mother's Day coming up. You may want to share them with your sisters and your mom. So, yeah. Is it hard to make jam? I'm Look, do you see all the sweat on my forehead, <laughs> Kevin? I still have... Flour from the biscuits splattered all Since over. Ever, you saw that old uh, what was it? The Rice Krispies treats where the mother goes in there and she puts right. the flour all over her face. Right. So that, yeah, I'm sticking to that story, Kevin. Of course, it's difficult. No, actually, it's it's pretty easy. Um, you know, to make a, a simple uh, jam or jelly. You and especially when you're starting, you know, with some fresh fruit. 
um, a little bit of sugar, some water, you you know, you need a little sure gel. And, and it's really just that easy. You know, it's not a lot of ingredients that you need. You do need to be patient um, and studious because you want to keep stirring. You don't want that you know, your, your jelly or jam to burn while you're, you know, blending your sugars and your water in with your fruit. But it's really easy, Kevin. And again, we'll have, a you know, one of my favorite recipes uh, in the cookbook. So I'm excited to share that with everybody. Now, Deborah, I, um, I, I do thank you for like, oh, like every Monday, I say it all the time that Monday I skip breakfast, but today I got breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, your biscuits, how do you make them, I guess, is that just how you make your biscuits kind of flat and flaky? Because sometimes people make biscuits. I mean, I can only go for, like, I'd say, Pillsbury dough where they have the big grains, the big biscuits. And then the, sometimes uh, I just say Popeyes, they have those biscuits, but they're kind of dry. Your biscuits are, uh, I guess, a little thinner, but moist and flaky. And why? I guess, why do you do it that way? Who cooked those biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't I don't really like the super, super big biscuits. I know that, you know, people love them sometimes and they're great for serving gel, uh, uh, you know, with gravies and that kind of stuff. But I, it kind of reminds me of my grandmother, Java. She would roll the dough out with her hands. And that's pretty much what I do. And um, and then I cut them not um, uh, inch thick, but probably a little less than a half an inch thick. And um, they turn out pretty good. So I'm really excited about that. But one of the things that I start with Java is cold flour and cold butter. Uh, I found that you get a more flaky consistency if you start off with the cold ingredients. So the flour, I'll put it in the refrigerator a couple of hours before I start uh, to fold my butter in. The butter is frozen. And then I shave it into the cold flour. And I take my hands and I kind of pinch it all together. Then I create a well and add in a little bit of um, buttermilk. And then I continue to fold until we get a nice ball and then fold it back into some flour, roll it out, and voila, biscuits. Uh, you mentioned um, <clears throat> biscuits and gravy, and I'll say that uh, that's certainly a southern thing. I remember once on a trip to St. Louis, which, you know, isn't the south, but it's not quite out of the south. I mean, it's kind of a, a center of, of America, but I ordered a, um, a sausage and biscuits at a breakfast place, and it was not very good. So uh, some of these uh, southern uh, treats, we really need to stay in the south uh, to truly get the, the best uh, results. Well, you know what I say, and I know, you know, everybody around the world have their claim to their particular dishes, but here in the south, there, there is a different uh, elegance in terms of the flavor palette. We understand the simple taste in such a grand way. And so to be able to bring those to your breakfast table and even to be able to modify them so that people can live, you know, healthier lives and still, you know, maintain all this robust flavor that we love is not very complicated to achieve because Southern dishes, uh, once again, they're very simple, but the flavors can be very complex in that you can have so many different range of flavors in it you know, on a plate. All right. So uh, we are talking breakfast this morning. Going to take a quick break. Uh, We're breaking down that most important meal of the day from homemade waffles to steaks and eggs. We want to hear from you about your favorite breakfast dishes. Our phone lines are open so you can join the conversation with a phone call. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's 1-877-672-7464. You can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. Back with more after this. 
informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and a state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. I'm Kevin Farrell, here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're starting the day out with a great breakfast. We're talking about breakfast this morning. We've got some open phone lines, and we know how much uh, folks love to eat breakfast. So what's your favorite breakfast food? Is it waffles, maybe uh, some eggs, bacon, uh, some biscuits? Uh, let us know. Give us a call and share your favorite thing to eat or prepare for breakfast. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. You can send an email to food at mpbonline.org. I think a lot of people are kind of rushed in the morning, maybe trying to get as much sleep as they can before they have to get up and, and go into work. And so I would think that, you know, the, the excuse a lot of times is, well, I don't have a lot of time uh, to fix breakfast. But two solutions to that. One would be I've seen a lot of things that uh, you can prepare overnight so you can have something ready just maybe to heat up or there are a lot of um, yogurt type breakfasts that you can actually just you know have in the refrigerator and grab and go uh, but also you can uh, you can jazz up a, a, a sort of a plain meal and make it kind of special pretty easily for example uh, oatmeal or cereal what are some suggestions maybe to add a little bit of pop to that I'm still stuck at Kevin you said sleep what the heck is that it's <laughs> like uh, my brain just went sleep, sleep, sleep. Wait, what is that? Compute. But you're absolutely right. There are so many fantastic things that you can do uh, to make breakfast uh, really easy. And especially now that the summer's, you know, almost here and the kids are going to be out of school. It is being able. Um, one of the things that my mother would do would be to prepare things, like you said, the night before. Just kind of uh, start some of the items even if it just meant uh, organizing everything so that because really breakfast, Kevin, in between 10 and 20 minutes, you can have a whole breakfast completely done. So it doesn't really take a lot of time, but being organized does help. Uh, oatmeal is very quick. Grits are extremely quick and easy to make. Uh, and those oatmeal and yogurt treats. And of course, you've seen where you can um, put the oatmeal in a jar, add a little bit of milk. You know, add your berries, your nuts, a little bit of honey, put it in the refrigerator. I don't really like cold oatmeal. So even when you do that, you can take it and take the lid off, pop it in the microwave in the morning, or even just um, steep it in some water. Again, take the lid off, put the whole jar in some water, and just kind of let it steep a little bit so that it can be warm in the morning. But breakfast is one of those foods uh, that, you know, you can serve it all day long. Uh, traditionally, you know, it was uh, you would start serving breakfast right at sunrise and right at about 1030, you would start to end breakfast and go into, you know, your brunch or whatever. But for me, I could eat breakfast any time of the day. And so you do want to keep it very simple. And and breakfast doesn't have to be pancakes and grits and all that kind of stuff. Having a nice fruit based breakfast in the morning, you know, tossing a fruit salad together, you know, adding in a little bit of yogurt. The kids love it. The adults love it. It's on the go. And it's a healthy way to get your body, you know, up and going early in the morning. Well, you know, the whole idea of, of breakfast for dinner, I mean, Waffle House is open 24 hours a day and it's busy. Uh, things like uh, IHOP and other... Do you go to Waffle House for the food or for the entertainment? 
<laughs> go for the entertainment, Kevin. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, IHOP and other breakfast places that remain open. And then the other thing that to me is interesting is that when McDonald's started offering some of their breakfast items throughout the day, I, th- I think kind of their sales went up. So they kind of uh, discovered, hit on something there because you're right that those things that we like uh, for breakfast in the morning certainly uh, work throughout the rest of the day as well. But the idea is that breakfast foods are lighter, you know, and so if I'm at work and I'm busy, I don't want to have a heavier lunch and then come back to work because I'm probably going to be lethargic. So to be able to grab a bowl of oatmeal from McDonald's or, you know, a breakfast sandwich and keep it moving, it just makes life so much easier. And again, you know, you can that leftover breakfast uh, sandwich that you had, you know, from early, you can grab it and, you know, take it to work on the go or that oatmeal so that it's perfect by lunchtime. And then you you're not so full, uh, you know, for the rest of the day, and you can still keep your energy high. Got a caller on the line. It is our buddy Timothy called in from Louisiana. Good morning, Timothy. Good, good morning, y'all. Hey, hey, Timothy. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear y'all. I've been missing you, you know. I've been missing y'all, miss too. <laughs> you know, I, I was worried about you. Oh, you are so sweet. I miss you guys so much. I'm so happy to be back in the studio today, hanging out with my hey. Monday morning man. <laughs> yeah, see, Kevin the Fortune. <laughs> uh, and Java, too. Boy, howdy. Yeah, um, they're I, pretty you spoiled. Know, I, you know, my favorite biscuits and gravy mm-hmm. is from the Crescent City Cafe oh, yeah. in San Francisco in the Haight-Ashbury District. Oh, wow. And they make it with andouille sausage, and they make these big old biscuits. Put that andouille sausage gravy in the, on there, and then they put a poached egg right floating in the top of it. Wow. And I tell you what, that was so good. Well, you know, that that sounds like something that a Louisiana man would actually truly love because that andouille sausage has such a wonderful flavor to it, and it makes for a wonderful gravy, Tim. Yep, it does. Yep, it does. And, you know, if I was in Mexico... I'd want to be in Jalisco because their desayuno in in Jalisco is really good. What is that? Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, well, I mean, what is it made from? Oh, um, it's a, a, a flank steak sliced very thin mm-hmm. and um, um, eggs your way and uh, tortillas and beans. All right. That sounds good. Hey, Timothy, uh, thanks for the call. Always good to hear from you. Um, it's good to hear that uh, out west in San Francisco they could do the, the, the sausage and uh, uh, gravy uh, biscuits because, as I said, in St. Louis my experience was not quite uh, as good. And then actually when I visited my mother last April um, in New York, and, I'm you know, Again, they're regional things, and they do a lot of stuff well. But, again, uh, biscuits and gravy was, was not right up there on the top of the list. But, you know, I think I think that's <laughs> the wonderful thing about being a Southerner and especially being, uh, you know, from Mississippi is that people from all over the world, Kevin, are in awe of our comfort food or what they call comfort food, but it's just a daily staple for us. You know, I have relatives that live in places like Chicago and Detroit, you know, in New York, and the one thing that they can't ever wait to do is to get here and to be able to eat food, you know, because it is the way that we prepare it, and it's with so much love and so much flavor. I mean, you know, it just makes you feel like you're at home. You know, our food just kind of says you're welcome, and I'm really proud of that. Um, I'm a big fan of oatmeal, and it's interesting to me because you can go sort of the whole gamut of oatmeal. You can get that 
instant oatmeal, which is, you know, in the packet that you just pretty much heat up with uh, with water or milk. You can go all the way to the steel-cut oats, which do take kind of a little bit overnight to do. Uh, but to me, I found something that I like is kind of in the middle. It's the quick cut, the quick cooking oats. It's not in the in the package, but it's usually in the canister. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, five minutes with a little milk or water uh, that that turns out really well. And then, you know, the other thing is there's so many different things that you can add uh, to your oatmeal for a little variety. There's fruit. There's nuts. There's brown sugar. There's honey. There's cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried cookies, but that's a good idea. Oatmeal cookies. Maybe maybe chocolate chips. I don't know about the whole cookies now. (laughs) But uh, I like, I I bought a a bag of craisins, and so I use that in pecans. Um, And again, to me, you know, a little drizzle of honey or some brown sugar. Uh, So if you're listening this morning and you're a fan of oatmeal, what is your favorite topping? Give me some more ideas that I can put on my oatmeal in the morning, uh, a way to jazz it up. Give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. It's 1-877-672-7464. All the phone lines are open, so we need to hear from you breakfast lovers out here this morning. Uh, Let us know what what gets your day going the right way uh, with some food. So, Kevin, if you had to choose between pancakes or waffles... Which would be your morning favorite? Hmm. Now that is that's a tough one. Uh, gosh. Do, 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 do. I think I would have one <laughs> pancake and one waffle. Again, they are spoiled riding. <laughs> what about you, Java? What's your, what's your favorite breakfast choice? Pancakes or waffles? Uh, I'm a I'm a have to say waffles because I like it when they're paired with chicken. And you have the uh, the syrup on it. <laughs> Wait, and you're right. You know, and that, that is interesting because they're. I think they're pretty much made from the same sort of stock beginning thing. But then, you know, obviously a wasp, waffle is going to be a little crispier uh, than a pancake. Um, so the waffle batter is going to be a little bit thicker than the pancake batter uh, traditionally, Kevin. And so that's where you get the the Belgium waffle. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, but the other interesting thing is, if you have a waffle iron, I've seen something online. The many different things that you can do with it. And one of the things that I thought was quite decadent was you take a cinnamon roll, you know, you get in the tube there yeah. and you put it in the waffle iron and make a like a cinnamon roll waffle. Uh, that turned it out really well the time I tried that. My sugar just spiked looking at that. I mean, but yeah, I've seen that done and it's just, and you can do it with cookie dough and many other things, but then that really is not like just a traditional waffle. That's just having fun. <laughs> but this is also a question that I had to your point where you said with the cinnamon rolls, Kevin, is when did, I guess, cinnamon rolls and donuts and uh, and danishes or something maybe, when did they like become breakfast foods? Because it's almost, it's like a, you know, dessert early in the morning. But uh, I mean, I'm guilty now. I, I agree <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we can we can really think uh, thank our f- uh, French pastry makers and uh, our Dutch uh, pastry makers for introducing those wonderful, yummy breakfast breads that we love uh, early in the morning or all through the day. Uh, because you know, of course, in this country we have a m- melting pot of cultures, and so that's just one of the things that we're introduced. And the French are uh, quite famous, you know, for their breads, along with the Italians and the Dutch. And and so we've learned, uh, you know, uh, a lot of different traditions along the way. And it's n- it's nothing like a wonderful Danish and a cup of coffee early in the morning. You know, the thing I've heard, too, is uh, uh, people say that you just put a little bit of protein in your breakfast. And so something that's kind of simple to me but quick that I uh, like to do as well is a piece of uh, wheat toast with a little bit of 
butter and maybe some just a little bit of jelly. Or I, I also I, I think it's called all fruit, but there's something on the the jelly aisle that has a little less sugar on there. And then um, I I actually like the pre cooked bacon that you just heat up in the microwave. I found some at uh, Kroger that is low sodium. So again, trying to be a little bit on the healthy side. Uh, but you know, piece of toast, some a couple strips of bacon. The other thing I found too is that people say that juice is not really healthy. I like orange juice, and so I have found uh, it's like a 50% less calories orange juice. So, um, you know, trying to uh, trying to be a little bit healthy, uh, but still pres- preserving that taste. But to me, that's a quick thing because, you know, pop a piece of toast in the toaster takes a few minutes, and that uh, heat, heated up uh, already pre-cooked bacon, uh, you can get that, you know, a couple strips done in 15, 20 seconds. So. so the alternative too, Kevin, for the jellies and jams early in the morning is just the night before to take some fresh fruit to slice it up. You know, you can take your blueberries, your strawberries, you know, whatever fruits that you love, uh, and then toss them with just a tiny bit of honey. And just let them just kind of, you know, saturate overnight in their own little yummy juices and then spread that over your Mm. toast or, you know, whatever piece of bread that you're going to have in the morning. And it helps to eliminate all of the additional sugars that, you know, you may have added into your day. Because what happens is you want to be able to eat a breakfast that's going to keep you high energy up until lunchtime. You don't want to eat something and then, you know, an hour and a half later you feel like you just want to go to sleep. So being, it's a great time. Breakfast is really a great time. One of the things that I try to do as soon as I get out of bed, before I eat anything, is have a glass of water. It uh, stimulates your system because you've been asleep all night. Uh, And I I usually keep a bottle of lemon or mint water. And I've fallen in love with basil and mint water. So I'll grab some of that before I start to eat anything. But you want to make sure that you're trying to add as much freshness to your breakfast as possible in the morning. You know, I I really like a lot of water with my water. Yes, water with water is always (laughs) yummy. Well, that's always funny to me because it's like <clears throat> I've seen products. It's low calorie water, and I'm like, yeah, hello, hello people. Fresh out of the tap, there's zero <laughs> calories right there. <clears throat> Let's get one call before our next break, and it goes to Marsha, who's called in from Jackson. Good morning, Marsha. Hey, Marsha. Good. Good morning. I love your show. Thank oh, you. You make me hungry. <laughs> even, even if I've had a huge breakfast, you make me hungry. <laughs> oh, you, you asked about what to put in oatmeal. What I do when I'm cooking it is. Actually, I use this stuff in a bag, but I think this would work for anything. I put a blob of peanut butter in it oh, wow. uh, before oh, yeah. I start cooking it and stir it up. And what it does, it tastes like kind of tastes like a peanut butter oatmeal cookie, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. All right, and then then and then you know put the fruit and all that stuff on it when you're finished with it. But yeah, you might try some oatmeal. I mean, some peanut butter in it. Marsha, that is a great idea. I have never thought about that, but you're right. The oh, oh, I mean, the p- peanut butter would sort of liquefy and uh, mix right in there, and, mm-hmm. and actually make it your oatmeal does. a little bit uh, uh, moister. So that is a great suggestion. I'm going to have exactly. to try that. All right. Uh, thanks yeah. for your call. Thank you, Marsha. All right. So let's uh, take another break. Uh, we are talking about breakfast this morning, the most important meal of the day: homemade waffles, steak and eggs, uh, oatmeal, toast. What do you like for breakfast? Give us a call. Let us know. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one 672 7464 You can email the show food at mpbonline.org. Back with more after this. Welcome back. This is Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. 
We're starting the day off with a good breakfast this morning, and we're wondering what you like to uh, prepare or consume when you get up in the morning and have a breakfast. The number to call if you'd like to join our conversation, it's one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 You can email the show food at mpbonline.org. Uh, back to the phone lines we go, and next we have got uh, Jesse from Mobile. Good morning, Jesse. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Good. What do you hey, have for us this morning? Well, you mentioned the French influence, so there you have New Orleans with 300 years of French breads, which are still in effect today along the Gulf Coast. Absolutely. And your favorite, well, do not just wait for breakfast, but your favorite Cafe du Monde treats. <laughs> oh. The beignet. My mom would, yeah, you got those. My mom would do her square biscuits because her pan was square, so you just run grid lines. <laughs> My aunt would do rolls, and all of those you would add to for breakfast. You may come back for something else, but you mainly came back for the bread. There is... That combination kept you for your caloric intake while you were out working. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't say, I'm hungry sooner than lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's really funny, um, Jesse, because the reality is, is that uh, some of the styles that, that are even modern now that we've how we've learned to eat is because we learned them during e- economic depression. And you needed to be able to feed your children, you know, because there was a time, Kevin, where, you know, people had as many as four to 18 kids in one house and not like us now. Everybody's got one kid running around talking about they're getting on our nerves. But can you imagine trying to figure out how to feed, you know, 18 people in one household? So you learn to, you know, breakfast was one of those meals where you had to figure it out very quickly. And so we introduced things like, you know, the breads and grits and oatmeal because those are very sturdy uh, food types that will keep you full for most of the day. Hey, Jesse, thanks for the call. Good to hear from you. And I would say I, I hope everyone that's visited New Orleans has been to uh, Café du Monde oh. for the beignets because those things are so good and that they get the powdered sugar on there and it just kind of melts when you eat those. So uh, you, you're going to have to wait for a table for a while, but it's certainly, in my opinion, is definitely worth the wait. So, Kevin, my first time in New Orleans and visiting Café du Monde, I was, you know, all cute and being sophisticated and I ordered my beignets and I ordered a cold coffee with double shots of espresso <laughs> and i did not sleep for three days that's <laughs> it's just pretty crazy <laughs> but i will say however as much as i love that powdered sugar it is going to be just a little bit messy there so but that's i guess that's part of the fun the beignets are the pigeons which one <laughs> uh, let's move on now we've got some more phone calls to get to next we invite uh s- pronounce your first name for me i can't figure out how that's pronounced from madison go ahead Antonio. Santanu, good Santanu. to hear from you. What do you have for us this morning? Well, I have two questions. One is I've always conflicted whether protein is good or bad for a heart-healthy breakfast. Okay. And, uh, you know, the report. So, I mean, if you can give some insight into that. And one other question I have is I can never figure out how to calculate calories on things like carbohydrates. You know, if I have a cup of rice, whether the calories correspond to like dry weight of rice or potatoes, for example. You know, if you could give some insight into that. Well, one of the things that I don't ever do, um, 
is count calories. So that's not kind of, uh, you know, my genre. What I do uh, tell everybody, though, is to learn to eat in moderation. And in terms of protein, you know, you're talking about, you, you know, uh, with, even in some of your bread products, Kevin, you, you want to make sure that if you have a gluten problem that you're not eating too many proteins during the day. So those are things that you want to be able to find your doctor or, you know, or nutritionist to talk to to make sure that you are taking really good care of yourself and your family as you go along. Um, what I, I personally subscribe to is always, always eating in moderation, you know, getting out, getting lots of exercise, laughing a lot and having a lot of fun. That works well for me in my life. But I tell everybody to make sure you're doing what's right for you and your family. And I have heard that uh, just a little bit of protein in your breakfast helps you out, uh, but also would encourage you to tune in this, this morning at 11. Every Monday morning at 11, uh, Dr. Josie Bidwell has our hey, Southern Revy, Healthy and Fit, and they talk a lot about uh, you know nutrition and uh, good eating and that sort of thing. So if you're around it uh, this afternoon or this morning at 11, uh, maybe you could uh, call back in and get uh, a more expert opinion uh, than Deborah and I can <laughs> offer. But like I said, I've heard that <clears throat> just a little bit of protein in the morning helps out without kind of overdoing it. And again, to me, the <clears throat> the low sodium bacon that I found, a strip or two, I think it really helps fill me up. Uh, we are pressing on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next, we've got uh, Kathleen from Osaka on the line. Good morning, Kathleen. Oh, hey. this is my kind of show. <laughs> hey, good morning. You know, you know, if it's good for you or bad for you, it's how good it tastes. If it tastes real good, you got to back off and just eat it occasionally. <laughs> but uh, I caught him. I got two recipes for you. One's for everybody and then one's for Frank. <laughs> We've got the New Orleans French toast. Use French bread, sourdough bread, any kind of crusty bread. Uh, you put a good oil in the bottom. Or I use half margarine, half oil. Just a little bit to coat it, get the pot uh, pan very hot. You use one egg per slice of bread, so you figure out how many you people you're feeding, add one egg, and then add one extra for the pot, as they say. One teaspoon of sugar for each egg and one for the pot. Then you add a dash or two. You can use vanilla. You can use almond. You can use orange or lemon uh, extracts. You... Uh, beat it very good, and you gradually add maybe about a quarter a cup of milk. Maybe uh, if you do more than six eggs, maybe half a cup. You can use half and half, but it's overkill. <laughs> Put your bread in there. You don't let it stick to it's completely soppy, just moist, and you flip it and you, you know, put it in the pan while it's hot. Let it brown. You might have to peek a little bit till you get your rhythm down and flip it. And you can put them all aside, keep them maybe with uh, a plate with a lid over it to keep it warm so you can serve them all at once. Now, for Frank, this is what I usually eat more often. Saute onions, mushrooms, you can use spinach, you can use kale, um, even black olives, uh, green peppers, uh, bell peppers so it's not too hot. And if you can handle some heat, Peppers are really good for your circulation, Frank, so you know that. And then you add one or two eggs, just enough to bind it. You beat the eggs on the side. A quick go-to seasoning is McCormick poultry seasoning, just a dash. You'd be surprised. It's easy. It's got all your spices in it. 
and a little little salt and pepper. If you use mushroom soy, you don't need the salt. You don't need the salt. You stir it up. You can use it like an omelet, or you can use it um, scrambled egg style. It's easier. You can serve it over a hot, crusty bread or whatever. All right. So you've got this. Very okay. good. Thank you so much, Kathleen. That sounds yummy. Yeah, and I, and I think uh, Kathleen pointed out that when you're doing your French bread, remember or your French toast, that is, <clears throat> remember the the heartier breads, the thicker breads, better. Uh, you can make it with you know white bread, uh, Wonder Bread, or whatever, but it's not going to be quite as good because the bread is you, you want something substantial there to that's uh, right to, to absorb into. the right. <clears throat> Let's press on. Next, we're going to talk to Jacqueline in Alabama. Good morning. You're on the air. Go ahead. Good morning, Jacqueline. Yep. Good morning. How are y'all? Good. What do you have for us? Well, the one thing that I was listening to and I hadn't heard, my favorite breakfast in the morning is light and it's full of energy. It's a parfait. It's oatmeal, yogurt, and my favorite fruits. All right. And it's filling, delicious. It don't have to cook it. (laughs) (laughs) Usually I'm running a little too fast and don't have time to cook. And you can can pre-make them and just leave the oatmeal to put in last. And I use um, all natural, just use oatmeal raw. Mm -hmm. And you can add nuts to it. You can add any kind of fruit. And it's it's healthy. It's healthy and it gives you a burst of energy that's beyond belief. All right. You know, that's a great suggestion, Jacqueline. What I like about that, too, is that's something that, as she was mentioning, you can kind of personalize if you like a little bit more fruit, if you like some nuts or whatever. And then that's the other thing is, you know, grab and go does not always have to be unhealthy. That's something Absolutely. that's quick uh, to make, but is uh, is good. And she said, will keep you energized throughout the morning. And, that, you know, and again, we mentioned that earlier, but the great thing is, is you can prepare that the night before. You know, uh, mason jars are really great to have. You've got your little lid and you just and the kids, you know, you can make breakfast for them. So if you want to sleep late and you, your kids up, they can just go to the refrigerator and grab it. It's just a great way to start the morning. We've got some calls to get to, but we do need to take a quick break first. When we get back, we will continue talking about breakfast. So we're looking for what your favorite thing to prepare or consume to start your day is. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one 672 7464 Back with more after this. An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. Welcome back to Deep South Dining on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. We're talking about breakfast this morning, so we're looking uh, for your comments about what gets you going in the morning, what's the best thing uh, that you like to eat for breakfast or to prepare for others. Uh, still some time left to work in a phone call, so give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 You can also send an email to food at mpbonline.org. Before we go back to the phones, a couple of quick emails. Bob in Gulfport says that uh, his favorite breakfast is creamy, old-fashioned grits, not the quick or the instant kind, some bacon, toast with real butter, and Mm. thick slices of fresh, ripe tomatoes. Oh, my. Yes. Sounds very good, Bob. Great way to start the day. And uh, Brandon from South Haven says, breakfast was always an exciting time in my childhood. My two favorites were waffles with peanut butter and chocolate gravy on homemade biscuits. Oh, my God. My latest crave is grits with just heavy black pepper. Now, I'm an absolute fan of grits, Kevin. 
it's it's one of those things that you know you can add so many different elements into from you know tomatoes and fresh mushrooms and peppers and onions to make them really savory and depending on where you live some people actually like their grits sweet so that's my question do you put salt or do you put sugar on the grits <laughs> i think it depends on what kind of mood you're in <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, the first time I had sugar on grits, I was visiting some friends in Leland, Mississippi, and uh, I, I just kind of stared at the bowl for a minute because, you know, my mom put butter and salt and pepper on grits. And so we were visiting friends and there was sugar and I was like, oh, my gosh. So it just, I guess it just depends on what your taste is, Java. There are so many tough questions in the morning. P- pancakes or waffles, sugar or salt on your grits. <laughs> uh, but whichever way you go, I'm sure How about you have just a-, a cup of coffee? <laughs> <laughs> And I'll say, uh, again, my family was not originally from the South, so grits was not anything that we ever ate as I was growing up. And for the longest time, I just kind of resisted. Not that I didn't like, but it was something, you know. Uh, but the the first time I had grits was actually uh, my sister-in-law. Uh, my sister-in-law's sister, uh, was her specialty was shrimp and grits. And yeah. so uh, I tried that at first. And so I do like some grits. I, I, I really do like uh, cheese grits, though. So it's something that I've added to my uh, my my palate there that I enjoy eating uh, for breakfast. Let's uh, head back to the phone lines. Next, we've got to Mark in Tupelo. Good morning, Mark. Hey, Mark. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Fantastic. We're doing good. Good. Okay, we got to go back to the oatmeal for a minute. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, unsalted butter, just, just you know, maybe, maybe a half a teaspoon with uh, raw honey, mm-hmm. uh, cinnamon, and crushed pecans. Oh, oh yeah. I had forgotten about cinnamon, but that is another good one that really uh, works up the the flavor of of the oatmeal. Oh, it does! It does. It's it's, it's almost like a holiday treat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that you know, uh, Mark, uh, good call. Thanks for calling in. That's another thing too. Is <clears throat> again, relatively, oatmeal is is one of the healthier things that you can kind of eat for breakfast. And so, if you can put just a little bit of these uh, flavors on there, you it really oh, kicks yeah. it up. Uh, and you can still hope that you're doing, you know, it's certainly better than a donut, I would think. So um, so he mentioned, you know, adding the cinnamon into the oatmeal. But for me, it would be a dash of nutmeg, Kevin, because it really does kind of, you know, change the taste a little bit. And, and he's absolutely right. I'm a southern girl. Give me some pecans, some blueberries, some oatmeal. I'm a happy girl. All right. Let's go next. We've got uh, Jeff in Gluckstadt on the line. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Good, good morning. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Fantastic. We're doing good. Uh, I like to cook a frittata every now and then. It sounds real fancy, but it's basically, you know, uh, an omelet that you don't fold, you know, and you broil for a second. You can use leftover vegetables or, you know, sauteed some some onions or bell peppers and cook, you know, some onions. I mean, uh, some bacon with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a pretty simple thing. Maybe Deborah can expand upon the uh, recipe there. I'll hang up and let y'all talk about it. Thank all you. Right. Thanks, Jeff. We had not mentioned that, so that's a good one. Well, basically, he just described it all. It's an omelet that you don't fold, and it really is, Kevin. You can take all those things that you had from your meal the night before that you may have had in excess, because sometimes when I'm cooking, I have leftover onions and bell pepper and celeries and, you know, little bites of meat, and that you just kind of, and it really kind of, uh, for lack of a better expression, it looks like a pizza omelet, and it's really easy to make, and it's really great presentation. 
This is Deep South Dining. We're talking about breakfast. We've had a lot of great calls and suggestions. Still time to work in a call if you'd like. A couple of minutes left in the program. The number's one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Up next, we've got Will in Philadelphia. Good morning, Will. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. I've been listening for the last little while, and I've just now decided to call in. Great. Uh, so... I'm 24, and I like to think I'm a grown-up now, but my grandmother still thinks that I'm a child. And, um, and she still makes my favorite breakfast, breakfast like I am one. <laughs> Not that I'm complaining or anything. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was about to say that, right? <laughs> but um, everything I look – my grandmother lives in Chattanooga now, and every time I go to visit, you know, my, my, my favorite breakfast that I always look forward to are her pancakes. Mm-hmm. And she just, you know, looks down upon, you know, the box pancake mix or the, right. you know, the one you fill up a little bit and shake up. And I don't know how she makes hers. I just know I see her over there, you know, mixing up flour and soda and whatever. I don't know. <laughs> they are the best pancakes I've ever had. And and she always – and her scrambled eggs. And I can't do it right. I know she adds like a little water and you know, lots of salt and pepper. And, and then very crispy bacon. That's, that's my favorite breakfast. <laughs> So I'm going to tell you the secret to your your grandmother's cooking. Well, she does it with a lot of love and she loves her grandbaby. And, you know, and it's just amazing to me because I don't care how many recipes you have, Kevin, if you're not cooking with love, I don't care what you're making. It's just not yummy. So, Will, your grandmama loves you. So when you see her again, you tell her we said hi from Deep South Dining. How about that? (laughs) Deal. Y'all have a great day. All right. (laughs) You too. Thanks, Will. That's a a great call because, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, but, you know, what connections food can bring to you and memories and that sort of thing. And that, that's just, just really a great story of looking forward to that. And his grandmother, you know, again, he can still be an adult and and his grandmother's baby at the same time. Oh, so that worked out really well. Look, my mom had three boys, Kevin, and it's ridiculous because uh, I could be there all day. No big deal. They walk in and they say, Mom, we want breakfast. And she gets up and all of a sudden she, I was like, who is this lady? <laughs> you know, she's rolling out biscuits. They got pancakes, sausages, the whole nine yards. And then she looks at me and go, wash the dishes. <laughs> really, lady? <laughs> Next up on the line, we've got uh, Joey from Tremont. Good to hear from you, Joey. Hey, Joey. Good day to y'all. I hope you're doing well. Fantastic. We How are you doing today, doll? Oh, I'm just hobbling around <laughs> and being me. Uh, my grandma used to feed me for breakfast cat head biscuits and chocolate gravy. Oh, wow. Now, Joe, that's interesting because that's the, the second time we've heard that. One of our emailers said the same thing, and I had never heard of that. But, boy, that sounds really good. It's not chocolate candy, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, I think it's just water, cocoa, and sugar. Yeah. Cooked down to where it's a little bit thick, where it'll stick to biscuits. And uh, that makes you the Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey. Thanks for the call. Good to hear from you. To me... And I think I might have said this on the program before. You, you cannot go wrong when you add chocolate to it. So a, a chocolate biscuit sounds like something that is really, really good. And again, interesting that uh, two folks have. So, uh, so I'm a little confused because in my house, chocolate gravy, Kevin, really was just a really dark gravy uh, that was. It you start out just almost like making a roux, and you you're gonna brown your flour and you're gonna brown it really dark, and then you add in either some water or some cream and okay. you thicken it up. Okay, you're, you're ruining. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with it's really chocolate. <laughs> yeah, you're running around with little Hershey kisses melted down over biscuits. That's too funny. <laughs> 
One thing uh, that we have not talked about that I certainly like, and again, you know, we mentioned restaurants on the air from time to time, and uh, I think all of us probably have been to a Waffle House at one time or another, and the waffles are great there. Um, I like the um, – they had blueberry waffles there not too long ago. The chocolate chip waffles are always good. But to me, uh, hash browns, you know, you can get them oh, eight yeah. zillion different ways. Uh, but, uh, you know, hash browns or uh, any kind of um, – Roasted potato in the morning is a good way to get things going, I think. So one of my favorite hash browns, Kevin, is a sweet potato hash brown uh, that I do. And it's really uh, fantastic. You're going to do it the same way you would using a white potato. You're going to shred it up really, really finely. Add in some onions and some bell peppers, a little bit of salt and pepper, just a tiny bit of flour right in there. And create those nice little patties and sear them up really good. It's just fantastic. But there's nothing like wonderful hash browns. And I think at Waffle House, you can get them smothered, covered, scattered, and splattered, and all that other yummy <laughs> stuff that they Capped, do. Capped, topped. Uh, <laughs> mine is uh, scattered, smothered, and covered. Okay. So scattered is, you know, not in the ring. And then uh, smothered is, I can't remember which one is, but I like with the onion in there and then with the cheese on there. I think so, you're, you're just kind of cheesy, Kevin. Well, <laughs> cheese, and, cheese and chocolate keeps me happy, that's for sure. Hey, we had a great show this morning. A lot of good calls and a lot of different things. Uh, we, we all know now why we love our breakfast so much because there's a lot of different really tasty things that you can do to start your day. That is going to wrap us up for today. Deep South Dining is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Java Chapman, and our call screener is Michelle McAdoo. So for Deborah Hunter, I'm Kevin Farrell, inviting you to stay tuned. Up next, it's Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey, followed by Southern Remedy, Healthy and Fit at 11. We'll be back next Monday at 9 for another Deep South Dining. It's heard only on MPB Think Radio.